Love that. You got to use you got to use the things, the skills and talents that you have, right? Because I think I think students often get caught up trying to reinvent the wheel. They're trying to come up with the most in- innovative way to run a fundraiser, the most innovative way to provide a lunchtime activity for everyone to get involved with. Just look at what you're good at. Because if you're good at it and you're passionate about it and you run something to do with it, it's going to be contagious. This is the Student Leadership News Podcast. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Student Leadership News Podcast. It's great to be back with you. Once again, it is Cam with you. And today I am joined by... Caleb, what's up everybody? Great to be with you today on the podcast. How are you today, Cam? I am excellent. Caleb, now... uh we're down at the beach at the moment. You and I have decided to go sit down at the beach and record this episode of the podcast. Describe for our audience, what is the environment we're sitting in? Well, it's nice. We're at a bench. We're looking at the waves. I don't know if you guys can hear them in the background. There's people walking past like, why are you guys speaking into microphones when you're at the beach? That's so random. The significant fact about today, we were talking about this earlier though. Like when we when we woke up this morning, it was like 12 degrees. Yeah, Celsius. It was, yep. it's like, it was like 12 degrees and yep. now it's like 28 and it's been like two hours. Yeah, it's gone really warm really quick. It doesn't know what kind of day it is. It doesn't know what season it is. I don't know. Maybe we can find some extremes like that today. But it's beautiful. It's it's great no matter what. Now, Caleb, today's theme, uh, you already know the answer. Uh-huh. What's the answer, Caleb? You, you already, already know. know you what already know, Cam. You already I know already the know answer. It. And so do our listeners. Yes, they And that's what know we're going to be talking about today. Today, we're going to unpack... How student leaders already know the answer to every question, every problem that they've got in student leadership. Uh, We're going to be unpacking that in a number of different ways. And of course, um, we're going to help you guys see this answer. We're going to help you in your journey as student leaders. Absolutely. We're going to look at some fantastic stories um, that have been featured on the Student Leadership News website over the last couple of months. And they they demonstrate this. Like you you started to say then, Cam, student leaders... You know, sometimes they think they've got a problem, but the answer might be right there in front of them. So we're going to kick that off by taking a look at one of our favorite segments we do on this podcast, and that is called My Favorite Idea. Let's do it. My Favorite Idea. My Favorite Idea, Caleb, one of my favorite segments and one of yours as well, where we both get to share our favorite ideas have been shared on the Student Leadership News website. And uh, just a quick shout out. If you want to get more ideas just like the ones we're about to share, head over to www.studentleadership.news. There are plenty of great ideas getting uploaded there. Ideas like, for days. Like what? Three three different articles a week or something At like least. that? Wow, that's At a least. lot. So head over there or follow us on uh, social media. And not then, just ideas, like real things the students are doing. So yeah. you know students across Australia, New Zealand and abroad are, are actually doing these things. So it's cool to think. If they can do it, I can do it too. Yeah, exactly right. Now, Caleb, share with us. What's, what's one of the ideas you found this uh, this week? Yes, my favorite idea for this podcast comes from Turak College, which is in Victoria. And we, we're looking at some students, 70, in fact, got involved in this initiative. 70 students can't. That's a lot. Getting involved. And they've started an initiative that they call Caps for Cancer. Okay. And what I love about this is that this is something that was already going on at their school, right? Okay. So their their teacher, Carolyn D, is the teacher's name, right? So she is a teacher that gets involved in at school with home economics, textiles. You might call it a variety of different things at your school, but that's a, that's a thing that happens at most schools. Yep, we know about that. We know sewing, cooking. I used to love cooking in school. Did you? I was really bad at it, but the, <laughs> you got to eat something at the end. What was your favorite dish? Ah, uh, 
I think all I ever pulled off decently was an apple crumble because all you had to do was put apple in a dish and nice. crumble <laughs> on yep. top. And then oven that. Perfect. But these these girls at this throughout college, right? And they're much better than me. Yep. Much better than me. And they weren't getting involved with cooking actually this time. They were getting involved with textiles. So it's something that they already did. Yep. But what they chose to do is get involved or start actually. They didn't get involved. They're the, they're the creators of this project, Caps for Cancer. And what they did was they sewed, they created, they made from scratch a whole bunch of different warm hats. It could be, it's a bit cold down in Victoria. We were talking yeah. about 12 degrees earlier. Yeah. That's not cold. We're no. talking we're talking proper cold. That's like the hottest part that's of the day That's you and I complaining, them. but that's, yeah. that's, yeah, that's the hottest part of the day. That's tough. So these guys are sewing warm caps. This is cool, right? But they've identified a need in their community mm. as well. And they've met it with what they already knew how to do. They knew how to create these caps. They knew how to sew. So they created these warm caps for people who would need them. Namely, um, they gave them to the chemotherapy day unit at Frankston hospital so of course a lot of the patients who are in that ward might perhaps be uh, you know losing or have lost their hair it's something that happens um during that kind of treatment so they thought what can we do what can we do to to make these people feel loved what can we do to help these people out and they've sewn some really warm beautiful caps that they could wear during winter and a fashion statement as well wow that that's an awesome idea and you know Caleb, it's actually i love that idea so much because it basically ties into mine come on except my students they're from wa western australia Santa Maria College, and they're doing something very similar, except totally different at the same time. Okay, okay. They've also looked for Please a need explain. in their community, yep. and they've filled that need, but with something that they're already doing well. Right. So they've they've got a cafe, and they've actually uh, they've been making sandwiches, part of their hospitality Ooh, team at crumble? their school. No, not not <laughs> apple crumble, but they're making sandwiches and cookies, and they're actually donating those using a local community group. And as part of Awareness for National Homelessness Week, they're using this food to give to a local community group to distribute to the homeless people in their community. That's so fantastic. Identified the need and they've filled it with something that they're already doing well. But there's a lesson for me straight away because I loved cooking in home ec because I got to eat the food. Yeah. These students are much better than me. Yeah. These guys are better leaders than I was at that stage because they've identified that there's someone who needs that food more than them that they're creating. So they're passing it on to homeless people in their local community. Fantastic idea. I love those because... Uh, I guess in both of these situations, they already knew the answer. They just had to, they, they, they've identified a problem and they thought not, how can we make something elaborate? How can we do something crazy? Mm, how mm. can we hold a, uh, a fundraising day? Yeah. They've looked at their school and they've said, you know, we've already got people sewing who are good at sewing. We've already got people who are cooking, who are good at cooking. Yep. How about we just use those needs, uh, those abilities, yep. and we apply them to a need? Yeah, that's fantastic. And what I love about this and what we're going to look at in the next segment, which I'll introduce for you now, Cambo, is that they didn't just, uh, or in this, these examples, they use that, that idea of taking something you already know yep. how to do, something you already do, and applying it to a need in the community. But you can actually do this at school as well. Yeah. You can do this at school as well, but I won't say too much more because we're going to check it out in our next segment, which is Best Leadership Tip. BLT, Best Leadership Tip. Okay, so we've talked about these students who have taken their textiles classes, their cooking classes at school, and they've applied it to a need in their community. And we, we've come to the conclusion that we think this works at school as well, Ken. Yes, it does, 100%. There's so many different things at school. There's so many different people with different skills. And nearly every single one of those can be used for a, a cause outside of school. Yeah. And then you can also look at, so you look at the needs. So they, they identified, you know, these patients in hospital 
um, and they created the CAPS, fantastic. And then they looked at homeless people in their community, providing food for them, fantastic. But what about the students in school? Yeah. What about using the abilities and the needs that uh, the abilities that you have, the things you know how to do, to meet needs for the students in your school? Ooh, yes. Because as a, as a student leader, one of the key focuses, we, we often get caught up with thinking about things outside school, but you've been appointed a student leader. Yep. So you need to recognize that you need to, you need to be focused on your school as well and what you can do for your school. That's so I want to tell you a story, Cam. Uh, it's another one from Student Leadership News website, and it is called, are you ready for this? I'm ready. The Amazing Race. <laughs> Is that meant to be like the amazing race? Did I stutter? <laughs> you did not stutter. <laughs> the amazing race. Okay, can I guess what it's about? Tell me. Okay, I don't know much about this. Tell me. Um, the amazing. Um, is it something to do with maths? You're onto it. Oh, a mathing, maybe a is mathing. perhaps a better okay. pronunciation. So it's the amazing race, but for math. Yes, that's right. So okay. we're at, we're at Campbellwell Grammar, right? Okay. And we've got these students and they're back at school. And a whole bunch of the students at that school at the time were actually on an excursion. That's the other part I love about this, right? This is just a little side note. All the bunch of these students were off on an excursion. Often that would be an excuse not to do much at school. Yeah. But these student leaders were like, no, 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 no. We're going to make it awesome for the guys at school. As well. So I, I love that attitude that they have, but that's not the point we're making today. The point I'm making today is that they recognize something that they already knew how to do. Okay. Mm. Specifically, this was the maths group yep. at Campbellwell Grammar, right? So they identified these guys are maths whizzes. Not, not my strong, I don't know, maybe you were a maths whizzes school, no. but they, that was these guys' strong suit, right? And so they decided they were going to create an amazing race style competition for everyone at school to participate in at lunchtime. And that's we're awesome. not just talking like sitting around solving problems on a whiteboard or on a piece of paper. We're talking maps. We're yep. talking time trials. We're talking running around the school. We're talking different locations, talking to different people. This was an amazing race math theme lunch challenge that these guys created. They already knew how to do it, but they identified a need at their school and they used what they knew how to do to fill that need. Wow. Love that story, Caleb. You know, using something that they're already good at, maths, they already had people who were good yes. at it, and they got lots of people in their school connected through this amazing rise. Race. Amazing, amazing. Amazing, sorry. <laughs> I'll have to get that correct. Maybe the, maybe the Campbellwell Grammar students can get online and tell us how to pronounce this properly. We might yep. be making a mess of this. I just love, though, I just love, they used what they already knew how to do to make a difference. And I, I think that's our best leadership tip. Great. Use what you already know as a student leader. Use what you're already doing to make a difference. Not only inside your school, but outside of your school. There's endless opportunities. Yeah, we've seen examples of both. Yeah. But you can you can do that as a student leader. So yeah, you that's want, our best leadership tip. Love that. You gotta use you gotta use the things, the skills and talents that you have, right? Because I think I think students often get caught up trying to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. They're trying to come up with the most in, innovative way. Yep to run a fundraiser, the most innovative way to provide a lunchtime activity for everyone to get involved with. Yeah. Just look at what you're good at. Yeah. Because if you're good at it and you're passionate about it and you run something to do with it, it's going to be contagious. Yeah. Everyone's want to get, go, going to want to get involved with that. Exactly right. Love it. Okay. Use what you know to make a difference. There's our best leadership tip. We'll get right back to this episode brought to you by Grip Leadership. Grip Leadership are the premier providers of student leadership conferences right across Australia and New Zealand. Not only do they inspire student leaders, but they also practically equip them with ways that they can go back to their schools and lead. These conferences are the best way to equip yourself or your student leaders with the tools that they need to make a difference during their time as student leaders. Group Leadership are proud to run these conferences in over 80 locations across 
Australia and New Zealand. To find out more or find a conference near you, go to www.groupleadership.com. Now let's jump back into this exciting episode of the Student Leadership News Podcast. Three, two, one. Top three. Okay, Cam, top three. Yeah. We've been talking about how students can do what they already do, use what they already know to make a difference to not only their community, but also within their school as well. Mm. So we're going to look at the top three ways that you can make a contribution to your leadership team with what you know. Yeah. It's uh, it's a running theme today. And uh, I love these three tips, right? These are three tips. We've got to give some credit where credit's due here. We saw these featured. Um, they were featured in the Group Student Leadership Conference last year. We yep. heard about them and we saw them posted on social media a couple of weeks ago as well. You might have seen that on the Group sure Leadership um, social media channels. But we thought it tied in so nicely to this that we're going to use these tips as well. Love it. Okay, well, I'll kick us off. The first way that you can make a contribution to your team is contribute your strengths. Contribute my strengths. And the reason this is so important is it ties in with everything we've talked about already. Like, yeah. use what you know to make a difference. Something that you already know is your strengths. Uh, sometimes you do have to do a little bit of digging to find out what your strength is. But, like, say you're a good public speaker, then the best thing that you can do to make a contribution to your team, to make a contribution to your school, is to be the public speaker. Maybe your maybe your team is coming up with some event ideas and you need to get everyone in the school involved, but you also need to let them know what's happening. Then you need someone to be the spokesperson, to stand up there. Yep. You can be that person. Yes. You can use that skill yep. to make the difference that you need for your school. Mm-hmm. And and it's one of the most important things. Uh Caleb, I saw this this diagram a little while ago. Um that had this circle. We'll, we'll actually share this diagram in the comments of this post okay, on great. Facebook. I'm okay, great. So if, if people want to see this, there will be the picture diagram on Facebook. Okay, great. Okay. I saw this diagram. It was a circle, right? And there was lots of little arrows, like one centimeter arrows, heaps of them going around the outside of the circle. And in the middle, it's like contributing to a lot of things. And there's like all these like little, little lines going around it. And like, they're all making just a little contribution. The little arrows are like the little bits of contribution Uh that the person's making. Then there was this other circle and it said contributing my strength. And it was just like one circle with one massive line that was going out the top of it. Okay. What this points to is like when you're making a contribution to like lots of different things, you're often missing your strength and you're often making like just small contributions. And you know, sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's what's needed. But if you want to make a big difference, if you want to use those skills that you have to make a difference, then one of the best things that you can do is contribute your strength and you'll make a big contribution doing it. So that's one of the first things that you can do. Look at your team, say, how can I contribute my strength in this? That's your first tip for making a big contribution. Fantastic tip there. I'll, I'll share tip number two. It is to contribute the necessary tasks that are less enjoyable. You see, every school has these. Mm. And I think this ties in so well to what we've been talking about today, Cam, because I'm think i actually thinking about a story that you tell. Yeah. Right? Because you, you tell this fantastic story about note-taking. Yeah. Note-taking is not something that everyone can do really, really well, but <laughs> it is necessary. It's, it's very not that necessary. enjoyable, arguably. It's, yeah. not, it's not a lot of fun to be the one who has to sit in the meeting and scroll down everyone's <sighs> thoughts as quickly as you can and try to make sense of it. It's very true, yeah. But some people are really good at it. Yeah. Right? So if that's something you know how to do, yep. you've got to contribute that necessary task that 
is less enjoyable. That's something that you can do to contribute to your team. And sometimes there's these necessary tasks that people aren't even good at, but they just need to get done. Mm. Like, and without them getting done, your team actually may not be an effective team. They may mm. not actually be able to um, make a difference in your school. And so sometimes you just have to put your hand up and just do it. I, like for the example that you're talking about, the story I was telling, there's this person that I went to school with who really actually didn't like note-taking they were kind of good at it, but they didn't like it. But our whole leadership team actually kept making these mistakes. We we kept not doing these things that we said we'd do until one day this person put up her hand and she said, I'll take the notes for our team. Right. And from there, taking the notes every single week, she was able to help us remember what we said during our meetings. And although it was not something that throughout the year, she was like, this is my favorite thing. <laughs> she made a big contribution. Our team was able to be effective yeah. because of it. Love it. Okay, Contribute uh, necessary tasks that are less enjoyable. That's tip number two. Bring us home, Cam. Okay, tip number three. This one's really important, Caleb. Contribute a sense of enjoyment. Boom. Leadership sometimes can be seen as this super serious thing, right, Caleb? Something that you like, if you're the leader of the school and you're making the announcement on stage, you have to look super serious. You have to stand up there with a straight face so everyone respects you. <laughs> it doesn't always go like that, right? Yeah. It's really important to contribute a sense of enjoyment, especially in a team. Like you don't have to be the class clown or anything, but even just bringing like brownies to a team meeting can contribute a sense of enjoyment, make people enjoy it. The reason for this is if people don't enjoy leadership team things, like if people don't enjoy coming to your meetings, yeah. the truth is they probably won't come by the end of the year No, or they'll probably come like really not wanting to be there and they probably won't contribute. Right, and that's that's what I was going to say. Is When you're enjoying it, you actually yeah. do a much better job as well. Yeah. When people enjoy something, uh, Caleb, I've never heard someone say, I enjoyed that so much, I'm never doing it again. <laughs> like, people don't say that. If people enjoy something, they want to do it again. Yeah. Like, if, if, if I enjoyed surfing, I would want to do it again and again and again. Just an example, because we're sitting at the beach. <laughs> but... But people enjoy doing things and so they come back and do them again. If you make your leadership team meetings enjoyable, they'll do it again. If you make your events enjoyable, people will come back and do it again. It's as simple as just using the things that you've already got. You know the answers. Yep. You've got the skills. Maybe you get your hospitality team to whip up a batch of brownies for the leadership team or the or whole grade. grumble. Yeah, Something yeah. like that. And you can use those things that you already know to make a big difference. Yeah, that's but there great. you go. That's great, Cam. And, and, and I think that ties off so well what we've been talking about today. You already know. Yep. You already know. We're so excited to hear about what you think about this podcast, about student leaders perhaps taking this advice on board. Maybe you've been a bit puzzled. Maybe you're not sure what to do to finish off this year. Well, you know, it's term three now. Yep. We're moving through the year nicely. Maybe you're a bit stuck for ideas. Look at what you already know because you already know the answer. I, I love what you said there. You know, it's near the end of the year and some student leaders are getting ready to finish up and, and maybe they're running short on ideas. Well, you can still do more stuff. Mm -hmm. There's still that uh, that possibility there but also for the new student leaders the student leaders going into next year you need to back yourself mm. you already know the answers to a lot of you don't have to look at this yes, year's group you, yes. and say like what did they do let's do the same things you already know that some of the answers to the problems that your school is facing that's great and so you can use those things but uh there we go there's the round off of the episode caleb it's been so much fun pleasure to be with you again today cam yeah and uh great job you already know the answer we've helped the student leaders 
Students, if you do have any questions, teachers, if you have any questions, feel free to send them into editor at studentleadership.news. We always love hearing from you guys or leave a comment on any one of our social media Absolutely. posts. Absolutely. Let us know how this advice influenced your student leadership meetings and plans over the next few over the next few weeks. We'd yes. love to hear about it. Yes. And if you love this episode, feel free, if you're listening on iTunes, to so go leave it a, a rating, leave a review. We always love hearing from you guys. If you're listening to it on Spotify, that's fine. We hope you enjoyed it as well. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Student Leadership News Podcast. Interact with us on social media and follow the news online at studentleadership.news. Listener.